book your driving lesson now at dla-driving.co.uk. And welcome to Owen the Town. I'm Dave Gregory. What an absolutely incredible day at Wembley we had. A performance to be proud of, full of emotions, highs, lows, worries, and a dreaded penalty shootout. But ultimately, we've made it. Little Luton Town, our Premier League. Feels good, doesn't it? We're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the day in whole. With me today, we have Steve on Zoom and Bataro sitting right opposite me. Hi, boys. How was it? How are you feeling? Yeah, very good. Very good. Amazing. Amazing. Yep. Um, I'm going to just start with Wembley, really. I don't really like Wembley as a stadium, Steve, and it, uh, it looks special with the blue and orange split, doesn't it? When you, you know, I, I hate Wembley as it is, but you turned in that stadium, half blue, half... How special did that feel? Do, do you know, it, it was good. It was a real stark contrast, and, you know, it was a sea of orange, it was a sea of blue. Um, very quickly, just to say, I thought the Coventry lads were absolutely superb. Um we parked at the Coventry end of the ground, uh, residential parking, and we had to walk past a couple of pubs. And all the time, there was sort of lads coming up, quick chat with myself, my mate and my grandson, you know, had a laugh, top set of lads, top football club. So fair play to them. But yeah, it, it was our time. And, uh, yeah, the, the colours was great. It was great. I loved it. But Taro, um, I mean, for our day, we started off with a, a massive big breakfast and uh, then we got the train and, you know, the trains were hugely packed and everything else like that. Were you feeling nervous before the game? <laughs> I mean, if, if any person didn't feel nervous before that game, then either they're unstable or, well, to be fair, I can't say anything. But yeah, um, no, look, everyone was, I think everyone was feeling it. The nerves were the kicking in, I think, from the night before. That's why we had to drink till stupid o'clock in the morning. Get minimal sleep, as you know. But um, I forgot we did that. Yeah, yeah. I think it helps. To be fair, as well. But um, but no. Look, as soon as um, I came around here for breakfast in the morning. By the way, Dave, your breakfast was fantastic. Thank you. Top top notch. By the way, it was incredible. <laughs> I didn't believe it of him. To be fair, but yeah. Anyway, um, but no. Look, it was it was nerve wracking. As soon as I got up in the morning, it was like you know, do your routine, your little. Things that we spoke about last week on the podcast, you know, getting dressed from top to bottom and wet, uh, bottom to top, sorry, and, you know, it, just, to, just to point out to everybody, he did that before <laughs> he got here. Yeah, yeah, no, no of course. <laughs> turned up naked. But, um, I mean, yeah, anyway. Anyway, but, um, yeah, thankfully, got the job done because I'll tell you what, I could have dealt with that after, the, especially after. But how the question is, Dave, how did you feel? Because we never really asked you, like not really. Well, I feel like no. Dave gets a bit left out, doesn't he? Sometimes, Steve. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. I think uh, for asking that question, Batari. What I would say is, I didn't really have any real nerves to start with. I was sort of a bit indifferent, and that, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Um, very excited, but it wasn't until you know we got to the pub, we got to the King's Cross, and we had a few met up some other people. Um, we went with the uh, the Aussies, didn't we? Um, 
Alan, Lauren and Perry came from Australia. We met up with them and we went to the Parcel Yard, met our other friend. And I started drinking maybe three, could have been four or five <laughs> uh, pints of ESP. Um, and it kind of sunk in when, because we, we did originally tend to go to the Loyal Luton Bar. But, uh, you know, that went out the window because we were a little bit drunk. And to be fair, the pub we were in, in the Parcel Yard was very good as well. Yeah, the Parcel Yard was good. But, and when we got on the train going to Wembley, it sort of sunk in what we were going to watch. It sort of had it sort of had uh, remnants of 1988 to me. How I felt, I was quite excited when we played Arsenal. I'm thinking, I hope we could win. Uh, and without, I don't want to sound arrogant, but you know, I think we had more faith that we could win this time. Uh, Steve, if we, we we've compared it before, but if you think about 1988 and this weekend, are they similar, or is is this weekend better? Uh, there 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 are similarities for me, to be honest with you. I mean. I was 17 when we had the Arsenal game and that was without a shadow of a doubt the best day of my life as at that time. It, you know, it was just, that was the day. Um, the thing that was weird, one of my friends was a big Arsenal fan, no longer with us, I'm afraid. And I saw him and I was with him the day before and I, th I think the teams came out on the Friday and he said you've got a chance here because he wasn't happy with two or three of the t uh, players picked in the Arsenal, Arsenal side. He said, you've got a, a chance here. And yeah, I mean, that was just a magical day. I mean, that was real to and fro, sort of on top, then really up against it, and then back again at the end. Um, this became equally the best day in my football support in life, easily, because... The fixture itself is a bonkers fixture. Financially, the importance of it globally. It is an absolutely bonkers fixture. But then to do it the Luton way, you know, great start. You know, you've, you've gone ahead totally justifiably. A couple of goals that were ruled out. Then not you didn't concede, but you didn't concede possession, but Coventry came back into it. And then the extra time and penalties. I mean, it was just so bloody Luton to put it through your ringer. A few people <laughs> said, you know, people that obviously watch the podcast said, oh, how's your heart, Steve? You know, going right. I was like, all right, okay, you, you obviously uh, sort of watch or listen to the pod, which I thought was yeah. decent. But it, just typical Luton, but equally the, the biggest day in my, in my Luton support in life. I think the only sad thing for, for, for us as a group was... Um, we all managed to get tickets in different areas of the stadium. But yeah. having said that, um, I think the fans made some noise. The, the flags looked great. Um, you know, the whole tension, all, the whole build-up to the game was amazing. So why don't we just talk about the game just for a little bit anyway, because I'm sure that everybody wants our opinions. Well, they've had so many others. Um, you know, but we, we put out, I think, what probably would have been our strongest team to start. Um, big and team. That big team. And, you know, they walk out of that tunnel, that music's playing... Your heart beats rattling. And I'm reliving it right now, to be fair. Yeah, and you know, your heart beats going and everybody's up for it. I mean, literally, if we'd recorded this podcast, because our machine was not working, but if we'd recorded <laughs> it a couple of days afterwards, I would not have been able to talk. I literally got my voice back. Mm. To be fair, it's a good job we're doing it now, because like you say, all our voice have voices have recovered. The other day, we were both like... <laughs> yeah, that's going to sound really good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, basically, yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So I, I think I think also as well the delay was intentional to coincide with the great news that Tom Lockyer's being released yes. tomorrow. So another intentional delay from from ourselves. Well, you can say that, Steve, and I'll agree <laughs> with you for now. Um, we started off and we started off really quick and really fast and 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 really just controlled from from minute mm. one. I thought, and we got a very early chance, didn't we? With uh, was it? Uh, was it Osho? What, the offside goal? Osho. 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 Yeah. So we, yeah. we talked about VAR uh, in the preview show, and it was to be our downfall. I mean, when you look at it, yeah. his right leg is just offside. But it was still a yeah. dream start. It was, about mm, it, it, was, it, yeah. was, it was on his stride, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you know, it, it, it was that close. But, you know, that's the technicality of it. That's what it's become. So that's that's the yeah, way it is. I suppose so be it. But the only thing is, though, Steve, it did like obviously come back to bite us, obviously. But we'll get into that. But like you say, I don't think the linesman even noticed it, did he? The fact that I'm it was not, offside. Not sure. Not no, sure. I actually do think the linesman did flag it. Oh, he did. I think oh, the linesman okay. flagged Sorry. it, and then they VAR checked it. Right. What I would say about that is, whether it was a goal or not, it wasn't a goal. You can see it was offside by the current standards of of, mm-hmm. of the law. Um, At least you have to sit there with ten, fifteen, like centimetre lines and whatever else and get them no, all No, I mean, you, know you, I mean? you could was, definitely see, yeah, you could see offside. why they ruled it offside. Yeah, of however, course. however, the fact, I, I've written a note and I just said, it was still a dream start because you score that early mm-hmm. and they go, oh my God, this is this has been constant from minute one and they've already put one in. Okay, we're lucky there. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a survive and it's still nil-nil. Um, I totally totally agree with that, Dave. I, I, I said to my mate, I said we've still struck a blow there. You know, we've shown them that we can get through them. So mm-hmm. I, I, I agree. We said that at the time, and I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think Coventry probably expected the onslaught, but I don't think they expected as it as it first come out. I mean, if we analyse the whole first half right now, we'd be going, well, we was totally in control. Of that game at that point. Oh, 100%. Um, and we're playing the game, and then you look up and you see that Locke has fallen over. And you don't really... I didn't understand why he'd fallen over until I actually no. watched it on replays. Um, you know, we know, thankfully, Locke is okay and he's he, he's going to, you know, get mm. back out of hospital, which is cool. Um, but at the time, you're thinking, was it eight, nine minutes in? Eight, ten minutes in? I think maybe even six minutes in I think yeah I was going to say I don't think it was five, that long I think it's five, six, yeah, yeah I think I mean it, it was it was a scary moment I mean to be, to be fair like you say watching back on the replay afterwards obviously I didn't have a signal so I couldn't obviously get on Twitter or you know to see what happened but I thought his knee had gone originally and then when yeah, I got a text yeah. through saying that, you know he's conscious my mate said oh he's conscious by the way I watched it on TV I was like what you're joking yeah, like, s- s- someone close to us said oh it thinks that he sort of uh, got his uh, boot caught in the turf mm-hmm. and sort of twisted but it wasn't it was no. just you know as, as as horrible as it seemed and just collapsed yeah it was awful wasn't it just like you say when you hear the news of like oh he's conscious and you, th- you don't expect it you think you kind of get like shivers yeah. down your spine you think oh wow like like rob was like he alluded to after the, uh, the game he went no, it's more important for your health and whatever else, which he was 100% correct. But, yeah, it was frightening a little bit when you heard about that. It's like, you know, big stage, you know, obviously he wanted to stay on, obviously, from, for his own sake, for for Luton's sake. And obviously not not even a selfish point, but obviously you wanted him on the pitch because he's a leader. But like yeah. you say, you w- obviously you want his health as well. So, I mean, unfortunately, that did happen to him. So Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that the last two months... Our performances have had Tom Lick, Tom Lickyer, <laughs> <laughs> totally different character. Tom Lockyer written right through it, though, isn't it? That's, sorry, 
Keep off the beer, Steve. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I know. Let it go, lads. Professionalism. How good is it that we were able to bring Reese Burke on, though? I mean, I know he's had his injury problems and, you know, stuff like that for a large part of the season. But that is some player to be able to bring oh, on under those circumstances. Was some performers as well, weren't it, lads? I mean, I don't know what you thought, Dave. I thought it was incredible. I thought Reese Burke, when he came on, was fantastic. And you know what, right? You can sit there and go, no, he's done just as good a job as Lock you would have done. Or lick you, mm. as Steve calls him. But yeah, um, but no, he was fantastic, to be fair. He, he, like you say, big big shout out goes to, obviously, um, your guy there. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I think the concern for me was when you when you saw your captain go off the pitch and he'd been so dominant in the last few games we played, you're thinking, can we maintain the pressure that he gives us in his position? Yeah. And you're right, uh, Pataro, uh, Reese Burke comes on and he does a sterling job. Fantastic. Um, I don't know. Who took over the, the captain's armband when he went off? Does anybody know? I can't remember. That's just an ad hoc question. Clark? Anyway, yeah, I, can't, I generally can't remember. Surely, yeah. Um, then we had another chance. Um, I think the, the Morris, uh, I want to say he's, it wasn't quite overhead kick. There was a little chance where he, he sort of sort of semi-bicycle yeah. kicked it. Yeah. And yeah. we're still putting pressure on them. We were still making opportunities. At that point, do you think that, did you think, Steve, at any point, you know, if we don't take one of these, we're going to be in big trouble? It, it was stinking of another, we have to kill teams off. Because, you know, they were going to apply pressure second half. And you could see the amount of energy that we were using, you know, to create that dominance that we had in the first half. You know, it was a nice warm day on a fair size of, uh, part of the pitch and that. But, um, yeah, it, it was disappointing because, you know, it wasn't just dominance uh, possession. We were creating some half chances and they weren't going in. And, and I thought this really could come back and bite us on the arse. Yeah, I, I mean, like, you'd be crazy not to think that as well, to be fair, because how many times in the past, say, have we seen that as well? How many times we've had, like, so many opportunities to score a goal and it, it should, like you say, come back and bitten us. But thankfully, it wasn't to be that day. And, you know, luck of the draw, as you would say, then, you boys. Luck of luck. the draw. Well, <laughs> yeah. what I would say also, when you look at the Coventry forums and, and social medias, they were all saying that Luton were just totally 100% on top. Uh, and then we get that breakthrough. Let's talk about let's talk about the goal because, <laughs> oh my God, Ooh. what a goal that was! Uh, I mean, uh, come on, Addy Bio. <laughs> well, before that, Doughty wins yeah. the ball, and um, now we talked about hoofball the other day, Steve, <laughs> didn't we? Everybody calls us hoofball. Mm -hmm. That wasn't oh, that it, wasn't a hoofball, was it? That was oh, an he, exceptional he, pass. He, he, no, he just hoofed it up the pitch. It was an exceptional <laughs> pass. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if he's joking or not. I was having a drink with Tony Mowbray and he said, yes, yeah, definitely a hoof. I think he toe-punted it as well. No, it, it was exceptional, you know. But I would suggest that that is the best moment that we've seen from Elijah, you know, because he turned that guy inside out three times. The ball was always close to him. I mean, I have not seen that level of skill and composure from him. Then to do the turn with and put the ball back behind him, but and then to um, pass the ball into an area that Clark was running into, you know, mm -hmm. again, a lot of people would have panicked and just played it to feet, which would have stopped him, uh, sort of stopped his run. And, you know, and then Clark's first oh, touch, beautiful. his control of the ball, took him past that first defender. 
And then you have the presence of mind to wrong footing by going mm-hmm. near post. Everything about it, from Doughty's um, pass up the line, it was just sublime. And as I say, and I've not seen skill and composure from Adebayo like that. He he had a terrifying first half as far as Coventry were concerned. He was a monumental pain in their arse. Yes, yeah, I agree. Like you say about Adebayo as well. I mean, when he first came to the club, um, was it 18 months ago, whatever it was? Mm. Or wherever it was, anyway. But anyway, uh, I think we saw a little bit of that, didn't we, originally when he first came? Yeah, when he was playing that, with yeah. a lot of confidence and this and that. Obviously, I think the system changed slightly, obviously, last season and whatnot. But um, but no, like you say, he sold, was it Fadzine, was it, or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah, it was. He yeah. sold him down the river, didn't he? He, he said, I'll <laughs> see you later, mate. You're, you're too slow, you're old. It, it's ba- it was almost like he was mocking him, wasn't it? It was, it was quite disrespectful in a way. <laughs> but it was amazing it was class but no look that is fantastic like I said I said to a few of the boys the other day I said if Ronaldo had done that it would have been social media it would have been all over social media it would have gone viral well actually that it gone viral I, in my notes I wrote that question oh, down well. I actually said um, let's talk about his pace and his skill when he received the ball um, and that goal in particular with him, if that was in the Premier League, they would be creaming yes, all over that. Yes, yeah, of course. I mean, I think Isaac for Newcastle did it a couple of months ago against um, Everton. Similar sort, not mm. the same, but, you know, that same sort of like side and got the assist and whatever else. But, oh, wow. That, I mean, yeah. £350,000 we paid for him, apparently. And that's, that's worth, what, millions just that bit of skill there itself. Incredible. And the pass to Clark, Steve, you're totally right. It was sublime. Uh, um, Bataro, when he, when he did left foot, uh, his right foot, left foot strike, mm-hmm. left-hand side. Keeper thought he was going the other way, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, keeper yeah, thought he was yeah. going the other way. At that point, the place erupted, right? Oh, I don't know about erupted. I think the place fell down near enough. But yeah, it was, it was shaking, wasn't it? I mean... Oh, it I was just dessert, so for yeah, th- that yeah, stage of the game, absolutely totally deserved and yeah yeah really special moment i think for everyone yeah of course everyone involved but the, the question is gentlemen both of you who sorry not who how did you celebrate how did you celebrate i want to know that's what i want to know i want to know exactly how you celebrated um well i'll be honest with you i didn't have a flag in my hand because i, I do <laughs> i didn't want to wave a bloody flag at that time um and I nearly fell over the back of my seat by treading on the flag that I was jumping on <laughs> as I was celebrating with Lauren. And, uh, yeah, so she saved me from falling backwards over the back of my chair. That's basically saved your life then. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not like I haven't done it before, is it? Think of when I fell down the stairs twice you're, at Wickham. You're a bit older these days, though, Dave. That was a few years ago. Yeah, remember? I'm sorry, yeah. So that's what I did. I mean, you, you scream at the top of your voice because it's just... If people that don't watch football don't know that emotion... Of when a goal goes in for your team, they just they don't get it. But it all and it's it's you can't contain it. You just put it out there and you, you do what you do. Whether you run down the aisles, whether you jump up and down, whether you take your shirt off, whether you I don't know, you know, you just <laughs> you just do it. And you don't realise that you're doing it. You just because it means so much to you. This is where Steve goes, I've done the old helicopter, that's what he's gonna say in it next. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I I um was evading um a flag that was heading towards my eye from the lad in the row in front. <laughs> uh, he, he jumped up, he had a flag. So I sort of step inside that and uh, yeah, just uh, chaotic scenes really oh, sort of cuddle with the grandson. And, and, and just, just as we, as it simmered down, he goes, that was loud granddad. That was, 
loud. And I was like, yes, boy. Yes. Well, Steve, that would have been the biggest crowd your grandson's ever been in, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, massively. Uh, and then we had another opportunity, and I really wish this would have gone in uh, when Adi Bayo had the deflection off of the Morris chance. And mm. he had that little little step. I, I, I looked at it back, and I, listen, I'm not having to go. He was so good on Saturday. It's unreal. But if he'd have put it maybe his, his other foot, maybe that goes in. He should have scored. Um, I, well, I didn't want to... Well, to scored. be honest with you, I was no, trying to be polite. He no, should, no, yeah, we're I being think polite, he scored, but he yeah. should have scored. That, that's the, I mean, look, we've just, just been honest. He, he knows he should have scored. And at 2-0, so, it would have been, I think, game over at 2-0. Do you... I just miss- think, on, with, with regards to that shot, for me, and and again, um, I think we're all being sympathetic and, and lenient with things. Mm-hmm. I think it, the ball was quite central to to him on his body. If it had been to the side and, you know, he could have just done the right foot shot, I think that was fine. But it was almost a little bit under him. So he was a little bit tucked up with it. It's one of those ones the you know, when, a, when, a, when a keeper lets, lets a ball go that bobbles. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. The, the bobble looks awful, mm-hmm. but your keeper always still looks like a mug. I, I just think that, you know, because it was he was a little bit cramped up and tucked up with it, it wasn't so easy. So, again... No, of course, of course. It's, it's I'm not going to well. say I, I forgive him. I'm just saying <laughs> it wasn't as easy as the sizzle that no. we all thought it was at the time. No, what we'll say is we'll say we forgive him because just in case, like on the odd chance, it comes out and he does hear it. But you know, it's but no, look, we we love the guy. I mean, well, I know I do anyway. I don't know about you two gents, but I do like love him. He's fantastic. But I mean, look, he for me, if he, it's one of those ones where we if we hadn't won the game, we look at it and go, you know, if he scored that, if he done this, we done that. It's one of those ones. It's always going to be like that, like you say, sympathetic because we've won. It might not have been like that, and it might have been. It wouldn't have been like a hard, like, wouldn't be a slanging match or whatever else, something like that. But it would have been like a. You got to put those chances. Yeah, I'm sure Rob Edwards would have said to him as well. I think if you lose, then you always dissect the game in a different way mm-hmm. and and go through the if buts and maybes. But you know, it was a chance. It w- again, two nil. We would have been totally justified being two nil up. Yeah. It was an exceptional first half, but it wasn't to be. On another day, you know, he will he will get it. So. Of course, you know, yeah, and he's let's face it, he scored harder uh, chances. Yeah, he scored harder chances than what he's missed on Saturday, so we'll, we'll forgive him. Had a great season, so whatever. Yeah, and while we're talking about Eddie Bayo, there was another goal that went in off him, and VAR come in, stepped in again, and you're thinking, this isn't going to be our day, is it? it? I mean, again, when you watch it, it was clearly handball, but at the time, you don't know that, you don't see that. All you're seeing is a little thing going check in. They don't show you it back, which is the thing that really pees me off about VAR. Show it back live. Let's yes, see. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. You paid sixty-four pound for your ticket. This let's is, see. Yeah. Let's see it live. So at that point, you're thinking it could have been two nil. Um, disappointing, I know. And then Coventry had the, I think, the best chance of the half. It was have been, I don't know, uh, Bidwell across to Hamo who volleyed over it. And I think, I think, in all honesty, I would say Horvath flapped at it. I don't know. It sort of went over it, and they should have scored. Yeah, m- yeah. potentially. Sorry, guys, Dave, you're on, you go. I'll say, I, I thought it was a difficult chance for Harmer, though, because he sort of had to sort of almost do like a like a, a side volley yeah, um, right. on Twitter. It was coming across him quite quickly. Um, it looked a lot closer where I was sitting, to be honest with you, and we thought it literally sort of just skimmed the bar, but it was a little bit over. 
a difficult chance, but I think Harm was an exceptional player. So I think I was a little bit surprised that he didn't find the target with it because I, I rate him highly. But that was the only chance of the game that I thought of any significance from Coventry. And then the whistle goes to half-time. You're thinking, well, 1-0. We should be two, maybe three up. Yeah. We realised that the second half wasn't going to be the same as the first half. And Coventry come out all guns blazing. And uh, the inevitable happened. They, they scored. And I think what annoys me more about the goal is that uh, it came from a corner from us. They moved the ball very, very quickly. And uh, it had to be a man, didn't it, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of work was done, you know, bef before the shot. Um, there was a few times, particularly in the second half, where they um, done some like one-touch triangles, sort of pass players. So, you know, they, they were passing the ball quite well second half, but they, they moved the ball up the wing, you know, really quite well, to be honest with you. And it was a good sort of late run from Harmer. There was, I'm not saying that it was anyone's fault, not tracking him, but... He just found the space and it was a lovely um, pass by uh, Jucares or however you pronounce it, onto him. And as soon as it sort of went to him, I thought, this is it, this is a way. And yeah, yeah, I, th I think it was a good counter-attacking goal. We we spoke before about um, nullifying the counter-attacking mm -hmm. because of the way that we play. But I think on that one occasion, they they, they done us a kipper, to be honest with you. No, I agree. Tyra, there was a slight deflection of our show. Yeah. If, if if that doesn't happen, uh, does Horvath save it? It's, it's a tough one, really. I mean, look, the deflection definitely gives it an extra sort of like few inches to the corner of the net, but whether the goalkeeper would have saved it, maybe, maybe not. Like, you never know. Like, it's it's hard to call, but like you say, they, they did tear us apart with that attack. And it's got to be the two boys for them, isn't it? The, the, the duo, Jokeris to Hamer or Harmer, and then yeah, goal. And we we know we knew about the threat, and unfortunately we couldn't stop it. It was just one of those ones. So the goal goes in. The stadium at the other end goes mental, uh, as they should, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and then, did we both or did we all feel that then you know the pressures come in here, and they had another opportunity. They blazed over the bar, which you know oh, it was out though, wasn't he? Well, it might be miles out, but, you know, the pressure oh, was no. coming. Oh, sorry, you're on about the one, yeah, just near the area or whatever. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that that frightened me a little bit. I don't know about you, Steve. It absolutely frightened me at one point. Um, yeah, I mean, by and large, though, um, it was just long-range shots, and by and large, they were fairly comfortably wide. Mm -hmm. So they were having the better of it. They 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 pushed their wing, wing backs up a lot more second half than that, which sort of nullified some of our attacking, but... Yeah, you know, it was there was maybe one close one that, that you were just alluding to, but by yeah. apart from that, it was pretty speculative stuff. Yes, yeah, you know, of course. And there was no real saves to make, and the, the last ten minutes of the second half, I thought we'd got a second wind, and I thought that we were starting to, but put more pressure on it. And Christ, we were leggy though, weren't we? Oh, massively! I think the heat took it out of us, didn't it as well? So. Well, it's a very hot day, and, and you do forget that. You know, they're running around in that cauldron down there and it's warmer where they are than where we are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Having said that, though, fatigue happened and we get into extra time. And you're thinking now, one mistake can kill it for you, but one glorious moment or one happy decision oh, yeah. from a referee will give it to you. I want to talk about the Clark incident. With the oh, Generally, the commentators immediately said it was a penalty. They it immediately was. said it was a penalty. And when, when you look at it, 
The goalkeeper definitely touches his foot. It's he's definitely a penalty, lads. It's definitely a penalty. I'm sorry, but this is why, right? And I'll say it again. It's a shame Luke's not here because he would love this conversation or argument or whatever it is. VAR is bollocks <laughs> because it hasn't picked up something so obvious. And people might go, oh, yeah, but it's slight contact. It is contact. It's contact at the end of the day. The thing is, right, the goalkeeper straight away puts his hands up and he goes, I haven't touched him, Riff. Straight away, when the hands go up, it's a bit like, you're guilty. I'm sorry. That, that's the way I look at it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're buying our drive, and, and to be fair, why is Clark going to go down in that situation when you've just basically half-rounded the goalkeeper? Mm. You've basically rounded the goalkeeper. You stay on your feet. You're not going to dive. And his reaction said it all. At first, a quick glimpse on a small, you know, small phone screen. I went, mm, I don't know. I can't really see it. I've got back home or uh, wherever we were later on in the bars. Watched it again, over and over and over again. It's contact. Are you surprised, yeah. Steve, that they yeah, didn't, they didn't ask the referee to go have a look at it? Yes, I am. Yeah, because there was contact. You can see his, his foot move. There was count contact. You know, they want to. They want this sort of sterile environment. Yeah. You know, that's what they want. Well, they they didn't want it then, did they? They exactly. they just uh, sort of overlooked it. And we got better and better in that that second period of extra yeah. time. And yeah. then the moment that we all thought that young Joe Taylor had won it for us all. Mm. I mean, I didn't see the handball. <laughs> I never saw it. No. All I saw was that goal go in. Um, for the, Let's say I celebrated like it was the Spons- winner. Sponsored by DLA Driving School. That's why, Dave. Yeah, it's sponsored by <laughs> DLA Driving School. He definitely is. He was like, yes, yes. Oh, I, I bet you was like that. I can imagine it. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be honest yeah, with oh, you. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, that's, that's my boy. boy. This no, no, just no. me some money. Hey, boy, <laughs> no, boys, just, calm, just calm down <laughs> a bit. Just calm down a bit there. But all 36,000 of us thought we'd won it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah, a trem- you know, given the fact he didn't, he, I, obviously he knew it hit his hand, but at the time he wasn't called for it. So he still, what a finish that was. Mm. Oh, ridiculous finish. I mean, to be fair, like you say, I, like you say, we didn't really see it. I mean, a few people saw it straight away. I don't know how. It was so light. It was so quick. But I, I'll be honest, I turned around quick, just briefly. Never saw uh, whoever, whoever smashed it at him. Was it Panzo or whoever? And then I never saw that. And all of a sudden, I see him run through on goal. So I thought, oh, nothing of it. Everyone's cheering him on. No one's seen it. Clearly, no one's saying nothing. And he's tucked it away in between the keeper's legs. And I thought, this is it. This is amazing. I've run down. I've gone down the stairs. Here we go. Like, jumping with everyone. Blah, blah, blah. I've gone down like, saying a prayer, basically. That's what it looked like anyway. Praying on Wembley floor. <laughs> and the next minute, I must have looked like a right twat. See, they had CCTV in. And I was looking at some morons. Do you know what I mean? And then it, it's gone, oh, yeah. Check. They kept us waiting for what about two minutes before well, they disallowed the goal. I would say again, VAR. Um, we've got to stick with it all next season. So oh, you know no. we've got to get used to these <laughs> situations. With, we can't deal with this. But they never showed us the incident back unless I wasn't watching the screen. So I don't recall, uh, no. I don't recall it. And no. I think I think for me personally that's a bit crap. But however, it wasn't a goal, and then the whistle went and penalties. What were you thinking, Steve, when it went to pens? I, I just couldn't see a way, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think that's just uh, pessimistic. Um, I mean, Horvath hadn't sort of suggested during the season that he was a penalty-saving expert at all um, on the sort of, I, I don't know, what do we have, maybe two or three against us? I can't I can't recall. But 
Yeah, I, I think you just fear the worst. You know, I wasn't saying, oh, that's it, we're done. You just fear the worst. Because when we watch penalties for Luton Town, yeah, or happens, it? It, it doesn't seem to happen. So, um, I well, to... Apparently, someone said both teams had lost their last two or three penalty shootouts. Both teams, apparently. Oh, wow, okay. I didn't know that fact. So, but... so, no, so something had to give, didn't it? Uh, yeah, exactly. And obviously, sorry, sorry, going back to obviously Horvath being about penalty saving, I'm pretty sure the US, right, obviously, uh, quote me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's kept on the bench for the US in tight qualifiers to when they need to penalty shoot it's that pe- penalty shootout sorry and he comes on I'm sure he saved penalties and got them qualified for something last season last year sorry okay just well, just a little thing for you I'm, I'm pretty sure that's correct as well, well. I'd like to look at that up as well but if yeah. you're watching on YouTube correct Pataro in the comments yeah, if that's, I'm, if that's I'm sure probably. I've seen that saying that the US using for penalties I'm I want sure to come on I want to talk about the penalties I, I'd like to talk about them all in particular but they were all excellent penalties but mm-hmm. It was clear and obvious, wasn't it, that we'd done a lot of training for that, Pataro, and, and it's a case of, my <laughs> goodness, it, they were probably the best six penalties I've seen oh, us ever take. Incredible. I mean, I mean, I don't know about, well, we have practised them. I, I can't remember who said in the uh, interview after the game, they said, oh, we've been practising all week, blah, 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 but apparently they're all, all shy, apparently. Why, would, why wouldn't you practise them knowing that might happen and knowing the prize that's there? Well, to be fair, I mean, look, for me, right... Uh, not, it's not a silly thing to say. I, I feel like this is, this is the truth. Like penalty shootout, penalties—they mean nothing. Obviously, they mean something in the end. They mean one hundred and seventy million pound or whatever, whatever it got us in the end. But the fact is, I can't be mad at anyone for missing a penalty as long as you hit the target and you don't sky over the bar. Sorry, Darbo. Apologies for that and Coventry. But you've got to hit the target as long as you hit the target. You've done your job. And it, because it's frightening. You've got to think, 80, I think it was 82,000 people there the other day, or 81,000 or whatever. You imagine taking a penalty, right? You gents put yourself in that situation. You've got to take a penalty. Yeah, you, you, you're, like never to gonna re- you're never going to replicate the stress mm-hmm. of the situation or, yes. or the atmosphere. Yeah, of course it's going to take th- a time. And I think they're the two biggest factors in how you perform in that moment. I think all penalties have a pressure to them. And in this situation, they were all pressures. I look at Morris's and I thought, Perfect, perfect start, you know. And let's be fair, all of Coventry's Hovath never got yeah, anywhere near. Yeah, sublime. Uh, I want to talk about Joe Taylor again. You know, uh, I, I, I sponsored by DLA Driving <laughs> School. But um, what a lad he is! He's going to be a great player for us. I guarantee yeah, it. And I and I would so. say to you, uh, you know, someone as young as he is to step up in for second place and slot that pen away like he did, Steve. I mean, ecstasy. yeah, I mean. It, it it was exceptional for, for all of the lads to hold it together like they did and and remember um but yeah f- for someone who's just had a, like a couple of cameo appearances impressive though they mm-hmm. were i mean this is a whole different level so um he showed guts and composure by scoring the goal that was ruled out but then to get over that sort of disappointment to then go up and take a penalty it, it just shows that he's got guts. So he, he's got everything needed. Um, going back ever so slightly, I think the players said that they've been practising these for sort of three weeks and they've really sort of dissected the situation as well, you know, down to when they were going to start their walk, when they were going to put the ball down. I, I can only imagine that would be in, in relation to what the keeper was yes, doing yeah, to yeah. try and put them off. I you know, so they really they really dissected the whole situation to take as much chance out of the equation as possible. 
and then to be able to hold your nerve. Because um, I'm sure Luke Berry said that he knew the keeper was going to be going the way that he was going to be shooting. So to have that added thing, I'm, I'm sure he said that in one of the interviews, if that's right, to have that added pressure that you knew the keeper was going to go that mm. way, but his and uh, Clark's side netting. Yeah, you know, perfect. Bloody hell. You know, what guts from all of them? Because they were all top draw. Yeah. So were the commentary ones, in fairness. So, you know, hats off, lads. I want to say Nakamba uh, oh. never scored for Luton, never scored for I'm, Villa. I'm surprised he didn't pass the never ball out, game, out to the wing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but his penalty strike was good. Or um, sure it was, yeah. Pot stepped up and he's walking mm. down. It's the first one of sudden death. And you're thinking, please, please, <laughs> please. And I don't, you know, please don't miss. The pressure on Potts must have been more intense. I mean, I just before we go on though, let's think. We were lucky enough to win the toss to take the penalties our end, and we were lucky enough to get the choice of when to start. Potts steps up, he scores, and now we're all praying that Horvath saves. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? It's, it's strange, like you say about obviously the winning the toss and aiming to shoot that side. In a in, my, in a way, it sounds strange, and like obviously people don't believe this sort of stuff. But I thought to myself. Whoever wins the toss can win the penalty shootout. But I still didn't believe, obviously, after. Mm. But when we were shooting down to the loot and end, I thought, this has got to be a good omen, surely. Still didn't believe, still didn't believe. And when it happened, oh, wow, yeah. When you when you watch it back, Steve, and you, you look at Darbo walking towards the penalty spot, you get a little bit of fear in his eyes. Oh, mate, you could tell. I, I said to my grandson, Lenny, I said... He does not fancy this. It, no. You know, the whole body language was Chris Waddle all over again. <laughs> he 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 didn't fancy it. Um, and then when you look back at it on telly, you know, you see how he puts the ball down and his eyes are sort of flicking a, around and that. And then it's just a, a blow of his cheeks and, yeah. and he was off. You could you tell know, his heart he, was racing, couldn't you? Yeah, his heart was racing. He wasn't composed. He hadn't set himself. I mean... He was riddled with fear, and I feel so desperately sorry for him. But you know, it was our time, and you know, we, we've had enough go against us. But you could tell that he didn't fancy it. No, I agree. Like, like you say, I, I didn't realize, obviously, until I watched back the highlights. You could see in his face, his body, mm-hmm. uh, body movement, everything. It was, and even his run up as well. Have you seen his run up? It was almost like he yeah, shanked I it did. at the last I minute. Did. Something else as well, for me, um, the last two or three penalties, Horvath was getting a lot more aggressive with mm-hmm. his movement on the line. He like, like sort of clapping his gloves yes, and sort yeah. of, you know, pushing the crossbar. Yeah, yeah. He was getting much more sort of aggressive and sort of imposing. And again, you know, just little things like that it might just tip the balance. You know, you never know, but... He he was certainly making out that he was up for it. Maybe that's what made made yeah. him go. I've got to go right into the corner here. So when you see that ball go over, mm. I mean, I nearly fell over again if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> but what were your initial thoughts? I mean, obviously we're we're just unbelievable ecstasy, wasn't it? Uh, the, uh first of all, the noise was just incredible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, there was loads of jumping, main, mainly cuddling, you know, and, uh, you know, my, my grandson was 
crying, but it, it was those real tears of joy and happiness. And, you know, you, you wonder when sort of you take sort of youngsters to football, Dave, you know, obviously yeah. uh, with, with, with Luke and that, you think, are they going to get it? You know, wh when's it going to be? And I thought, yeah, it's in his blood. You can see, you know, he, he couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. And I said, I said to him, I said, when anyone asks you what your Premier League club is, <laughs> yes. Luton Town. How, amazing, how amazing. And but no, honestly, well, sorry, no, sorry, go on, Dave. I was going to say the celebrations went on for ages. You see, what I was going to say was, right, you said, how do you celebrate? I'll be honest, I didn't celebrate at first. I didn't celebrate for a minute. I didn't believe what? it. I didn't believe it. I felt numb. I didn't believe it. No, yeah. genuinely, I sat there, or stood there, should I say. I've looked at everyone, I've gone, is everyone really cheering? Have we actually won? Yeah. Like, like an out-of-body out experience. Yeah, no, seriously, he didn't. This is the God's honest truth. I swear on my grandmother's life. Well, I would it did not sink in until about 30 seconds later and I went up to Darbs and I just cried on his shoulder. <laughs> well, I, there was lots of tears. I think we all filled up. I, I, you know, why wouldn't you if you supported the team for as long as some people have? And even the younger generation that have gone there and seen that, you know, I, you know as us oldies always talk about 88. We always talk about 88. Now we've got something really seen good to something. talk about. Yeah, see, we've seen um, it. I've seen it now. I've seen something proper, lads. You can stop yeah. banging about 88 now. Yes, <laughs> in there. <laughs> 88 this, 88 that. Okay, yeah, well, so I was there in 2023. I, I'd like to say at this point, and uh, Luke will probably kill me for this, but um, there's a video taken from the Coventry end, and Luke's obviously working at Luton Town now, and... Um, when that penalty goes, if you zoom into the right-hand side of the goal, <laughs> you'll see Luke <laughs> jumping and skipping around in celebration, yeah. which is amazing. Oh, um, brilliant. That was the first playoff final to go to penalties since 2016-17. You know, oh, wow. it's okay. crazy. Um, wow. And we're Premier League, fellas. <laughs> you can't believe it, no, can no, you? No, no. Until we play our first game, we step out, of, they step out, sorry, and we're watching them step out onto the Premier League surface or at the Kenilworth or whatever, even though it's a Premier League surface, either way. I will not believe it still. I, I still don't believe it. Um, yeah. The other thing that touched me when I watched it back afterwards, um, and believe you me, I've watched it several times. I, um, I haven't yet, Dave. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mick Harford's in the stand. Yeah. Uh, it brought tears to my eyes. He's hugging, and it, you could see what it meant, and, and Gary Sweet and the board hugging yeah. each other. Gary Sweet was in tears. If I looked around, at, in my, if I had a mirror, I'd see I was filling up. It was just... <laughs> Unbelievable result. Unbelievable result. This never happens to Luton, does it, lads? This is it. Yeah, I, th I think that that's it. The, the enormity of it all. And, you know, you think the amount of work that the board have put in, the hours and hours and hours, f f right from day one, and, you know, the work that Harford and so many people have put mm -hmm. in to get us to this point. And it comes down to that moment of chance and Lady Luck was was uh, sort of smiling on us. So it's thoroughly deserved. You know, it was our time. And yeah, let, let's, Fantastic, uh, yeah. let's, let's ruffle, ruffle a few feathers oh, next season. Of course. Eh? This, I mean, look, everyone's slating us saying oh, we're whipping boys, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you what, we're going we're gonna to get a few results next uh, season. Listen, it's gonna be, people, it so. will be the biggest teams like Luton Year you've ever had. You know, keep yeah. those hashtags going, boys and girls, because it will be. Yeah. Just a quick thing as well. Obviously, I don't know how long we got left, but just a quick thing. Do you know what? Obviously, talking about like 2020 ball, obviously, Gary Sweet and whatever else. Do you know what was a lovely gesture the other day? Have you seen Sonny Bradley? What he does, he pulls Gary Sweet from his interview 
and yes, pulls yeah, him towards yeah. the crowd. And he throws it. He's like, no, 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 you get over there. You go and celebrate. You go and lift that trophy. And do you know what? Mm. Wonderful. And mm. like I said, I like to mention, obviously, Sonny Bradley as well. Top man. Obviously, what a... Well, what a guy, really, over the years. Yeah. Obviously, I know if he takes the mick out of me and whatever else to say about Sonny Bradley, but this guy, I would like to thank him, like... Well, for everything, like well, I think we all should thank him. To be fair, what he's a been a sensational been, yeah. leader for us. He for has literally, years. yeah, no, a hundred percent. He ha- he has changed it a bit for us as well. Like you know, new style centre back coming in, different character, proper leader, proper First guy goal as well. Scorer in the championship. Yes, exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, you beat me to it, Steve. You bastard. <laughs> well, what I would yeah, say is, what a guy. I I may know that he may have listened to a couple of these. Uh, if he's listening right now. DM, DM us uh, yeah. on, on uh, our social media. Wait, don't try to take this away from me. No, and <laughs> Pataro would love, love, nah. love to have an interview with you. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I've written a couple more things down. I've written 2020 legends. I've written Pelly. Oh, my God. Legend and record breaker. And do you know what? Fans, all the fans that have supported Luton all this time, mm-hmm. record breaking f- Oh, I nearly swore there. Legends. I just want to go through. I, I forgot at the beginning. I just want to go through some three-word reviews because I, you know the excitement about everything was was there. B said, "We've done it." Kirsty, am I dreaming? No, Kirsty, you're not. Wake up, we're we're there. Row, best day ever. Paul, I've got no voice. <laughs> uh, David, grown men crying, and I'm a David, and I and I, I would be the same. Steve, so bloody is that you, Steve? So bloody proud. <laughs> No, no, because it's uh, spelt correctly, so that's not me. Okay. <laughs> it's not sunk in from George. Kevin, not, agony and ecstasy. Uh, Richard, bring me sunshine. And Tommy, Premier League bound. Um, it's got to be uh, truly one of the greatest stories in English football history. Truly one of those times. It is the greatest. It is the greatest. Listen, the, greatest, the yeah. next time you go to the Kenny, we're going to be Premier League. Uh that's it for this season, boys. Uh, we've done it. Dreams can really come true. Thank you, Luton Town. Thank you, all the players that have contributed to this historic rise from non-league to now. Thank you, John mm-hmm. Steele. You said you wanted to be a legend at this club, and that's exactly what you are. Thank you to all the fans that have stuck through us from these most difficult times. Thank you to Rob Edwards for finishing the job here, and thank you to the team for what I can only describe as an absolutely fantastic performance at Wembley. Thank you, 2020. You've done what you said you'd do, and we all salute you. We know that Luton Town are in safe hands. Yeah, 100%. Gary Sweet said, stay humble, stay Luton. (laughs) None of this Billy Big Bollock (laughs) shit. We'll do that for you. And just think about it. When we get back to the Kenny next season, who would have thought it? Little Luton Town. We are Premier League. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Leave some comments. We'll see you next season. There may be some specials. Take care. Go on, boys. Go on, Sal.